Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Too Late to Fly podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline. And I'm Kevin. Together, we're going to dive into different topics around weight loss, body image, relationships with food, and how to overcome life's everyday struggles and challenges so we can all live our best lives possible. Remember, it's It's never never too too late late to fly. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is episode 10. In this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, exercise and getting started with exercise. And I think this is a topic that is one of our most asked questions that you receive um, like all the time. People are asking about how to get started with exercise and all right, that. Right, especially when you're overweight or need to lose weight or haven't worked out in a while. Um, it's kind of, you know, the questions about where should I be starting? What should I be doing? And kind of the questions about what I did to start my own fitness journey in terms of exercise and, you know, working out when I was 500 pounds. Right. And I think it's very, very important when it comes to especially exercise is to keep in mind is starting where you are, Um, wherever that is, is the right spot. And it's important to like take that into consideration that wherever you are is okay. And to not compare yourself with other people, because where you are right now um, is not where obviously anybody else is, but like you can't jump into where they are and what got them to the point to be able to do the things that they're doing. Right. And even if it's like you and a friend are beginning, you know, this weight loss journey together, you know, and you both haven't worked out in a while, like the the starting point you're going to be at and your friend's starting point is going to be completely opposite as well. So like Kevin said, it's important to remember, you know, to focus on where you are, start where you are with your activity, your fitness level and what your body can do. No, you know, and not comparing it to anyone else, even if that person's starting off like you, even if they're at the same weight as you, um, it's focusing on what you can do, what level you're at. And, you know, really focusing on your own fitness level in your body. Right. And I think it's also very important when you are getting started to take into consideration Um, that you probably need to learn some form and some technique and some how to move your body before you just jump right in, hold over heels and say, okay, I'm going to go do this class. When those people have probably been taking class for quite a while and they know the movements and they know how to do that because it's very easy if that's the case of you jumping in and trying to copy what other people are doing, the likelihood of you getting injured or hurt is probably pretty high. Or not being able to do it and feeling like you're a failure, I'm not strong enough, I'm not capable of this, and then quitting. Exactly. And then quitting before you really even give it a chance or really get started. You just say like, you know what, I'm done, I'm giving up, this isn't for me, I can't do it. Right. And that's what's definitely harmful because you're not giving yourself the proper chance or opportunity to actually be able to accomplish it and to be able to do it. Right. I think like like we had talked about too, it's important that Again, your chapter one and comparing that to somebody else's chapter five or 10, that that you're coming from two different places with two different backgrounds, two different histories. And what you're doing is should be being compared to what you were doing yesterday or what you were doing a month ago or six months before that, because that's where you're going to be able to judge your progress, not comparing your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 30. Right. And so... To kind of go off that, I'll talk a little bit about where I started and what where kind of I was at. Um, so for me, I started my highest weight was 510 pounds. Um, and so for me to jump in to a gym or a fitness class and start copying what everyone else is doing was not logical, was not a good idea, was not something I would have been physically able to do. And like Kevin said, I would have been setting myself up for injury to get hurt to fail, to mess up, 
to give up probably. Um, And so, you know, for me, I had to really figure out what can I do with where I'm at, like at this weight, at 510 pounds, what can I actually do um, to not only challenge myself, but physically with what I was able to do. Both at that point, you were struggling with everyday life activities. Right. Like I wasn't able to tie my shoes without, you know, I wasn't able to bend over. I needed help with that. I needed help brushing my hair, walking from my house to front door to the car. I was completely out of breath and winded. Getting up and down off the floor took like 10 minutes. It's something I could not do. And so it would not have been a good idea for me to go from there where I couldn't even do those basic everyday normal activities because of where I was to just jump into a crazy cardio routine and to start, you know, jumping into a gym and doing what everyone else was doing. Like that was not going to be the most sustainable but healthy plan for me. Right. Um, And I think that's what is important to remember is if you a lot of times what I hear from people is. If you can't just jump in and complete a class, then you're wasting your time and what's the point of working out? If you can't be doing an hour of cardio, why should I even bother? Why should I even try? And the thing that I tell people is where I started at the weight I did, I walked for five minutes every day. That's it. That's all I could do and I did five minutes. And in no way is that something I should have been ashamed of? Is that something I shouldn't be proud of myself for? I shouldn't have been like, well, I'm only doing five minutes and this person's doing like an hour in the gym. I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. It was focusing on me and my body and what I can do. And five minutes was amazing for me coming from someone who wasn't moving, was struggling to get in and out of bed, was struggling to brush their hair, a five minute walk, putting myself outside of my comfort zone to actually do something to take care of myself, to put my health and my fitness first and to start to learn to move my body, to actually move it and to start being active is huge progress. So I think that's what everyone has to realize is Five minutes can make a huge difference and a huge impact if that's where you are on your journey. Right. And I always like that that quote and are saying that like when you're going for those five minutes, you're lapping everybody who's still sitting on the couch. Exactly. Like you're farther ahead than you were yesterday when you were sitting there doing nothing. Doing those five minutes is pushing you out of your comfort zone to say, okay, I'm going to be better today than I was yesterday. Right. And I think that's such a powerful thing for me. And when I started my journey is it would be easy for me to have said, it's only five minutes. What's the point of this? Right. But like Kevin said, that's five minutes more than I was doing ever before for years. And so that was a huge victory. And it might not sound like a lot to anyone else, but who cares? Like who really cares? But at the like, same time, like those five minutes are going to grow. It's going to become six minutes. It's going to be seven. And then pretty soon you're going to be at 10. And then at that point, like who knows what's going to happen? Right. And with a fitness journey, that's the thing is it's not worrying about what everyone else is doing or what they're going to think of you, it's actually doing what's best for you. That's where you're going to see strength and your, you know, changes happen is when you are just focusing on you. So like Kevin said, I started at five minutes every day. Right when I got home from work, I went for a five minute walk, thought I was going to pass out, thought I couldn't do it. There was moments I was like, I forget it. I'm not doing it. I can't. And I did it anyways. And that was pushing myself enough. And that was a huge victory. Once I started feeling comfortable, how do my legs work? How does it feel for my feet to move? How is it going to walk like this? It went to six minutes and then seven minutes and eight minutes. And it didn't mean it was getting easier. It just meant I felt myself becoming stronger where I could start pushing myself to do a little bit more. And any amount of progress is good and it's positive and you should be so proud of that. Like I said, five minute walks, six minute walks. The average person could be like, oh my gosh, that's nothing. 
but it is something. It is something if you're pushing yourself, challenging yourself and not quitting and not giving up. That is huge. Well, that's exactly it. Like you're pushing yourself against yourself. You're not comparing yourself to anybody else, but you're also pushing yourself and getting that victory of, okay, I can do this. I did that. You get, you grow that confidence and thinking I can do these five minutes every day. And pretty soon you find yourself saying, okay, these five minutes, sure, it's still difficult, but maybe I can push myself a little bit harder. And you keep building that snowball and it keeps getting bigger and you build that confidence and that, um, like that drive and you want to keep going because you want to keep seeing that time get longer and longer. Right. And oh my gosh, I can't even tell you how excited I was when I would finish those five minutes. It was like, thank God it's over was my first thought, but immediately was, I'm so proud of myself. And that I think is where that confidence for me started growing is how proud I felt of myself from doing something I never thought I was able to do, but actually doing it and continuing to do it on the days I didn't feel like it or didn't think I was able to do it. The moment after I walked into my door, after those five minutes, I felt like the queen of the world, like I was on top of the world and I felt so proud of myself. And like Kevin said, that just builds on it where, okay, five minutes, it seems like I can maybe try one more minute. So then I would go six minutes. And then, oh my gosh, the confidence I had with myself after even six minutes. And then it just keeps growing. Six minutes turned to 10 minutes, turned to 12 minutes, turned to 15 minute walks every day. And that's the powerful thing with fitness is the more you keep doing it, the stronger you become. Right. And I think too, that's another thing that like pretty soon you're going to find yourself saying, okay, this walking is too easy for me. I need something else that's going to push me beyond just walking. And that's when you can look into finding some other things. And that's where you turn to doing um, some aerobic videos at home. Right. So I, like I said, began walking. I think I got to like a half hour walk before I was like, you know what? I'm kind of getting bored of this. Like, honestly, I was pushing myself. I was so proud of myself for doing like a 30 minute walk. But I was like, I'm ready to kind of challenge myself and see what else I can do. What else am I capable of doing? And I was ready to kind of push myself outside of that comfort zone of just walking and be like, you know what? I feel strong. I feel good. I'm moving my body. What else can it do? And I started at home doing aerobic videos where they were in-home walking videos, like cardio aerobic based walking Um, and the video was like a 30 minute video. And again, I would do my walk and then I would come in and do this video. And I was only able to do five minutes of the video at first. Um, and then that grew to 15 minutes and then it grew to 20 and then I was doing the whole video. And on some days I did the video twice because it was just, it felt good. Like it felt good moving my body and that amount of confidence in myself, knowing I went from a five minute walk to a 30 minute or an hour at home aerobic video made me feel so confident in myself. And it was more than just, oh, it's helping me lose weight or, you know, I'm seeing the weight drop because I'm working out. It was that self-confidence of doing something I never thought I would be able to do and giving myself the time to start at my own pace so I could keep growing, becoming stronger and building my confidence at the same time. Well, all at the same time, you're learning to move your body and how your body works because as you're losing weight, you're relearning how to walk and how to move and how to do all of these things. And at the same time, you're building confidence Mm -hmm. and you're learning, okay, this is what it's like. I can go out and set this five minute goal for myself and I'm going to go do that. And you feel good about yourself. You're building that confidence by giving yourself small attainable goals that are easy, not easy to reach, but will push you. And you push that, you push that little line out there a little bit farther. And then once you accomplish it, you feel good. Right. And I think that's what we talked about in the beginning. If I jumped into a gym or a group class, I would have 
Or an hour workout of any kind. I would have struggled so badly. I would have been like, working out's not for me. And who knows where I would be now with my fitness and my exercise routine. And because I set myself up for failure at that point, instead of setting myself up for success, starting at my own pace and starting where I could. And building on the confidence, I just thought of this, I wanted to share. Kevin was super supportive, still is now. But right when I first began, he would go on those five-minute walks for me every single day. But I remember there's like a park near our house and it was always crowded. It had a track and he's like, let's just go try walking around the track. And I was like, absolutely not. There's too many people. I don't want them to see me walking. You know, so we found literally random parking lots that were empty (laughs) and I would circle the empty parking lots either one time, two times, whatever it took to get the five minutes or the 10 minutes so no one could see me. Like that's how low my confidence was and how much I was struggling with moving my body. I was so concerned with everyone else watching me and what they would think of me. And by the end, I didn't care. Like by the time I got to like the half hour walks, I was at the track lapping everyone else on the track because I was so worried about myself. But that's how much the confidence grew from, you know, when I started to where I was and to even where I am now. And I think a lot of people think if you're not jumping right into a gym being able to do group fitness classes, working out in front of people, going on walks, you know, on a track with everyone else. Or even going to do 45 minutes or an hour on the treadmill or the elliptical, like you're failing. People think that you're failing. Like, why can't you do that? When people don't realize is how much it takes confidence wise to be able to do those things. It's not just physically. It's not just physically if your body can do it or not. It's having yourself have that confidence to be able to actually force yourself and make yourself be able to do that. Right. And so with fitness, it's not only about starting where you are and doing what you can. But when you do that, you're allowing that confidence to grow as well. So you are able to not only physically be able to challenge yourself and push yourself, but have the confidence to actually push yourself and have the confidence to try new things. Right. But you're also taking those small changes every day and doing them for long periods of time, which are leading you to bigger results mm-hmm. where you think, oh, I'm doing five minutes and I'm doing six and I'm doing seven. And then a month down the road, you're doing a half hour and you're not even thinking, like, OK, mm-hmm. I'm here at a half hour. Like you're doing those little everyday things that you can do and build that confidence and that success and you feel good about doing it so that it leads you wanting to do more. Right. That's exactly it. And I think that's one of the things that's not talked about a lot when it comes to weight loss or in like the fitness industry is how much confidence it takes to actually be able to try a workout or to work out or to push your body, especially from someone who has struggled with their weight or who is overweight or has those fears and anxieties about their weight and showing other people because it's different. There's a big difference from going out in public and like going to a grocery store or whatever, being overweight, than it was for me to actually show the world, you know what, I am overweight and I'm trying to work out and move my body. There was a difference. And I think that difference is hard for people to understand if they don't actually go through it themselves. Like for me, going to work, seeing my friends was different than seeing my friends and working out with my friends. Like I would never want anyone to see me doing that. Right. And so I think that's what it's, about is when you're starting to work out or starting a fitness journey is building the confidence is almost as important as physically growing and becoming stronger to be able to do it. Right. And I think too, another thing with exercise is like, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be fun, especially at the beginning, but it's just something that you have to kind of put your nose down and do it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just one of those things that like at the beginning, it's not going to be enjoyable, but like the more you do it, the easier it's going to get, the more fun it's going to become. And you're going to enjoy finding new ways to move your body and um, exercise. And I think that's an important thing to remember is there's a difference between like pain 
and actually being in pain or the pain of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and being uncomfortable. Right. And you may not like a certain movement because it's hard or it's challenging or you may not like it because it physically hurts. And I think it's important to be enjoying your workouts and what you're doing. And if you're not enjoying something, switch it up. Like there's so many different workouts out there, so many different styles, ways of working out, ways of moving your body. And I think what's important is if you're really struggling with something or don't enjoy something, it's finding something that, yeah, might not be the most fun or you may not like it that much, but you enjoy doing it. Um, And I think that's important because if you're doing something that you completely hate, like if you're doing the elliptical machine every day for an hour and you hate the elliptical machine, chances are you're going to quit and you're not going to want to do it anymore. Right. But if you find an activity or a routine or something that works for you that you can actually enjoy, then I think that makes all the difference in the world too. Right. Whether that's walking outside on a hike, taking your dog for a walk, taking mm-hmm. a friend and going to a park, whatever that is, there's something out there for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think too, like the biggest thing is like you were saying about with the pain and the uncomfortable or whatever, like excuses, like excuses hold you back. Mm-hmm. I think the excuse of, well, I'm too overweight, I can't work out, or I'm not strong enough, so I'm not going to try, um, are all kind of excuses to put ourselves to... to hold us back essentially and not help us get to where we want to go right and i think too that's uh, like our mind keeps us from doing things more so than like physically not being able to do them it's uncomfortable it's it it hurts you don't want to do it but ultimately your body can do it right and for me my thing was i was embarrassed for what other people would think or say about me for doing it and so then i told myself i can't do this And I think that was just an excuse that I had to let go of because, yes, my body could physically go for a walk. It could have probably walked for 10 minutes when I was doing whatever, five minutes. But my brain was telling me, you're not strong enough. You're not good enough. And so I was like, okay, well, I can't do this. Like, And I think the more we keep making excuses, the more we become good at that. And that becomes our routine is instead of pushing ourselves and actually doing something that's challenging or working out, it becomes, oh, well, you know, my foot hurts today, I'm not going to work out. Or today I'm just tired, I'm not going to work out. Or this is too hard, so I'm not going to do it. And the excuses build and they keep building and building and building. And then it's really hard to break that to actually do your workout because right. you keep making excuses. No, absolutely. I think, too, the easy, like you had just said, that once you start making excuses, it's easier to come up with an excuse reason not to do yeah. whatever it is that you You'll don't want to do. You'll always find an excuse. There's always going to be an excuse so to I think not that go was to the gym. my point with like it's not going to be fun you just kind of have to put your nose to the stone and do it like it it's going to get easier it's going to get better the more you keep kind of pushing through that uncomfortable of okay i don't want to do this right and like realizing that there are going to be moments or days that you just don't want to do it those are the days i find that i really have to actually go and do it because those are the actually the days that are helping me become stronger is when i don't want to do it but i do it anyway I feel, A, so much more proud of myself that I actually did it. And I feel proud. I did it. I didn't want to. I feel, you know, on top of the world. I'm so strong. I'm so proud of myself. So that's building confidence again. But it's also helping to stop making those excuses. And then, you know, the next time you kind of feel like, you know, I don't feel like it, you you can remind yourself, but you know what? I am strong. I am capable of doing this. And I feel so good after I do it. So I'm just going to go and I'm going to get it done. Well, I think that's the super important thing you just said right there. I feel so good when I do it. Like when you're feeling like you don't want to go, most of the time I find myself, like once I get out of the gym, after I've gone in feeling like, oh, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. Those are the days like you have the best workouts and you actually feel good coming out of there. Like, okay, I did feel, I did go 
feel yucky going in there, but I'm coming out and I feel confident. I feel good. I feel re-energized and mm -hmm. you feel so much better. Right. And I think that's definitely such an important thing is the more we make excuses, the more we're going to make excuses. The more we keep to our schedule, we keep doing it and we push through those moments where we don't think we could do it. It builds our confidence. It builds our strength and it builds on those healthy habits and healthy routines that help us keep moving forward. Yeah. So with that being said, let's kind of kind of pivot here a little bit and we can go to like what type of workout is the best type of workout? Um, like I said, there's so many workouts out there from swimming to cardio to boxing to kickboxing to aerobics to walking. Um, in, in person, in class workouts or at home workouts. Right. And what's important is to find something that works for you and that you're going to be able to do and stick to and that you can enjoy. And I know a lot of people here like workouts like you don't enjoy your workouts, you just get it done. There is a workout for everyone, I promise. You are going to feel a workout that you just feel good doing. You feel strong doing it. And I think that's important is there's no right or wrong. It's finding what works for you and what you're going to be able to sustain and to keep going. And that also makes you feel good while you're doing well, I it. I think you, with that, you could say both of us, honestly, with the boxing classes. Sure, we're never going to get in a ring and actually fight. But something about doing it, like there's something that's like fun and it like makes you feel good after you take a boxing class. I don't know. And I never ever have been one that thought like, oh, I'm going to be one who does that. I was super apprehensive, never wanted to do it. I was like, right. oh, I'm awkward, but like. Right, so to back that up a little bit, we ended up joining a gym, we're at a gym, and our gym offers like a boxing class. And it was always something we wanted to try, but we're like, well, what? you always wanted to try. I was never like, oh no, I'm never going to do that. Right, so I think I kind of pushed him and I was like, well, I'm doing it, so you're doing it, <laughs> kind of. Right. And, uh, super awkward it was super none of us neither one of us knew what we were doing at all and um but i think that's the one thing like we kept showing up we kept thinking about it and pushing ourselves out of that comfort zone and the better you get when you keep doing that the stronger you get the easier it is to go like it like it just and it, yeah exactly and we ended up learning to love it like right. we would ne i would never go try to fight someone like i would never go oh i'm in a i can box now like no i still have two left feet when I'm boxing, literally. Like, I feel like our class was all a class of like right-handed people with a right-handed instructor and I'm left-handed when I box. And so I was so confused. Like, I was stumbling all over the place, so confused, um, but I didn't quit. And that's the important thing is I was able to kind of laugh at myself to do my best, you know, and not care what everyone else was thinking, you know, because there was times I would like look over at Kevin and try to copy what he was doing. And I was like, wait, you're doing it backwards. Like, how do I... How do I fix it? Or I'd right. spend one-on-one -on -one time with the teacher like, can you now re-show me how to do it the other way? And still, like my brain to switch back and forth was so confused. But that's part of it. Like the more you do it, the more you're going to be confident. The more you're going to become strong. The more you're going to be better at it. You're not just going to be able to jump into something and be perfect at it right away, which right. is I think what a lot of people want. And if you're not perfect or you are messing up or you feel like you're failing. So many people give up at that point. Give up. Right. I think like, it's just being consistent and that consistency leads to, like you said, the strength, the confidence, the like the increased ability. Like it it, it just is a snowball thing. Like the more you do it, the more you're consistent with it, the easier it gets and the more you feel and the stronger good you're doing gonna it. Get. Exactly. Right. There's this quote too that I love and it says it's never gonna become easier, you're just gonna become stronger. And that's something I remind myself all the time is 
you know, especially with like a fitness or, you know, journey like this where you're exercising or moving your body, it's not ever going to be easy. Like no one's ever going to be like, oh, yeah, doing 50 burpees is easy, but you're going to get stronger <laughs> doing it. And yeah. so it's going to become easier to do the movements because you're getting stronger. It's not necessarily that the moves are easy or easier, but you're just stronger. Your and Your ability confidence is, is growing. Stronger. Exactly. Your ability is growing and you're able to do it easier than you were before. Right. And I think that's an important thing to distinguish is it's never going to be easy. It's never going to be easier. But the more you do it, you're going to become stronger and it's going to be easier for you to be able to do it. Right. Well, I think, too, like it, like you said, it's 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 never going to be easy. You keep for getting anyone. better at whatever it is yeah. that you're doing, especially when you keep pushing yourself out of that that comfort zone. And with that, like it, it's having that confidence in yourself that I can go do this. Right. Not holding yourself back saying, oh, I can't really do that. I don't want to go do that. Like, right. It's pushing yourself out of that comfort, comfort zone and saying, yes, I can go do this. No, it's not going to be easy, but I'm going to give it my best shot and I'm going to be better than I was yesterday. And that's exactly, you know, going back to like boxing. Like we knew nothing about it, but we kept showing up. We kept doing our best. We kept giving it our all. Well, and wanting to learn. And wanting to learn. And it was never, e it's still not easy now. Like trying no. to do it, I'm like trying to do the moves, I'm backwards, I'm forwards, I'm on my feet, I'm on my bottom, I'm twisting the wrong way, like I'm ducking when I'm supposed to be going forward. Like, it's not easy, um, but you keep showing up and that's the most important thing. Right. It's not comparing yourself and to keep showing up for yourself. And I think you jumped on this a little bit and I'm not sure if I ever answered the question or not, but about going back to the plan that's best for you, it's figuring out, is that a gym setting? Is that with a personal trainer? Is that working one-on-one? -on -one? Is right. that finding a friend, a spouse, a partner, someone you want to go and do a class with? Is it working out at home? Is it getting like a treadmill or a... Elliptical, or, a stationary a, bike, bike, something yeah, else. I mean, something like it's where you're at right now. And again, it goes back to that. Where are you comfortable right now? Is that a gym? Is it a group class? Is it one-on-one -on -one with the trainer or is it at home? Right. And I think that's the important thing to establish is, you know, where's your comfort level and what do you want to do? And if you've always wanted to join a gym, but your confidence and your fear hold you back, I urge you go join that gym, push yourself, walk right. in and just start. The hardest part is actually doing it. The hardest part is going to be taking that first step into a gym and actually showing up. Mm -hmm. From there, it's going to become so much easier. It's just taking that first step. So if that's what you really truly want to do is join a gym or join that fitness group class, just show up and do it. Well, but I think too, like, and I think you would agree with me on this. Once you get into that setting, everybody's going to be, not everybody, 99.9% you know. of the people there are going to be super supportive and welcoming and want you to be there too. And I think what you have to remember is you're doing this for you and that's going to help you. It doesn't matter well, if... Well, everybody's there to better themselves. They're not there to judge other people. It doesn't matter if that girl or guy in the corner is sitting there making fun of your body or judging you. That shows more about them than you because it's taking you the courage and the confidence to actually be there and to keep showing up. It doesn't matter what they're saying. It doesn't right. matter. And that's hard. I know. I've been in that situation before where people have... When I've been working out, you know, there's always those rotten eggs in every bunch that are not going to be that. But I right. think that's what you have to remind yourself is you're here for you. You have the right, just as they do, to be there and to better yourself and to push yourself. It doesn't matter what they're doing. Right. So decide what you want to do and actually just go do it. Go do it. Exactly. Right. Well, I think, too, it, 
we can also bring up at this point, like you didn't jump right into doing group fitness. No. Like you had lost 200 plus pounds before you had joined a group fitness setting, a gym and a whatever. And then on top of that, you took that time to build that confidence and before you started fully kind of exerting yourself in these classes of learning how to do the movements and how to properly move your body. Right. Once so, you did start going. So that's what we talked about is right when I started, I started walking. Then I did at-home aerobics. And what that taught me was how to move my body. What does it feel like to walk, to put weight on my legs, my muscles? What does it feel like to bend down and squat down and to stand back up? Like how, you know, trusting my body that it's going to be there for me and not give up on me. How it feels to move and, you know, learning how to do things at home. And not only that, but building the confidence that, you know what, now I do know what it feels like. I kind of understand the difference between physical pain where something's actually hurting or the pain of just being uncomfortable. I know where my body's at. I know what I'm capable of. I know what I can do. And I feel like once that happened, I was I was one who was always like, I always wanted to join a gym and to do like a group fitness class. But it took me a few years to learn my body, learn how it moved and to build my confidence to actually be able to do it. Well, even at that, when you very first started, you were super shy, awkward and timid oh, yeah. and kind of like, oh, I'm going to stand over here in the corner so nobody sees I me. I hid in the back, didn't talk to anyone, kept my head down, didn't want anyone to look at me, breathe on me, talk to me, acknowledge me. And it's funny because the... But you kept showing up. Like, that's the big thing is like you kept hard, doing and, it. And like I mentioned, the hardest thing I've ever done was to take that first step into that class to show up on that day to walk to my little spot in the back of the room and to get ready to do that workout class. I thought I was going to throw up before class started. <laughs> and I remember like one of the... He was like the head trainer there at the time. He always tells me this till this day. He's like, I remember you walked in and I could sense that this was the hardest thing you've ever done was taking that first step into the gym and actually showing up. He said, where most people, the hardest part is actually the workout. Yours was actually taking that first step into the gym to be able to do it. Like it wasn't even the workout. It was getting yourself there to step in and to say, I have arrived, I'm here, and I'm going to do my workout. Right. Well, these comments came too after you'd been there for a year plus, and you'd right. kind of gotten to know you a little more. And seeing like once you set your mind to something that that's what's going to happen, the physical part of doing the workout is the easy part for you. It's that mental part of getting over that hurdle. Okay, I'm going to get in that room and go do whatever it is. Right. Because for me, it was more who's watching me, what comments are they making, what are they going to think of me, what if I can't do it, what if I fall down, what if I mess up, like it was all this like mental battle I was struggling with, that it took me a while to kind of get that confidence in, you know what, I can just do this and who cares what anyone else thinks. Right. And that took time and that took every day for my five minute walk, building that confidence in myself, every day doing my 30 minute aerobic at home video with no one watching me, building the confidence in myself. So it actually gave me that confidence to be able to step into that gym and to actually do a group class with a whole bunch of people is there's so much else and more that goes into those five minute walks. It's not just a five minute walk. Like we talked about, it's building that confidence. It's building your strength. It's building your mental capacity of I can do this. I am worthy. I am strong enough. Well, even and that routine of I'm going to go do it every day. Right. And all of that was happening during those five minute walks. It wasn't just a five minute walk. There was so much else that went into that that nobody else could see what was going on. And that's kind of what gave me the confidence to actually then, after losing around 200 pounds, to actually say, you know what, one of my goals is to join a gym. I feel ready now to actually join a gym. Right. 
Well, I think too, it's important no matter what, if the gym is the setting for you or if it's at home, whatever that setting is for you, it's important to focus on form and technique and moving in the proper way rather than moving heavy weight Mm -hmm. um, because that's where people get hurt. And that's exactly it. Like when I was at home doing my walking videos, I didn't have any weights. I wasn't doing any weights. It was more body squats and you know stepping up and down and you know step touch and reaching over your head with no weight right like it was so much like just body stuff so when i joined a gym and they have all of these weights there and they're doing like different movements first of all i didn't even know what those movements were like what was a squat with a deadlift a press a push a curtsy lunge what was a forward and back lunge like i didn't know any of that stuff right and I think that's where it's important to be able to have someone, whether it's a trainer, a friend, uh, someone in the gym, somebody that you can ask for help for how to do these movements and have the proper form and technique. Right. And if if you are choosing to do it at home, I highly suggest before you just jump into like different videos or following different people on YouTube or online is learn the proper technique, learn the form, find videos of people showing how to squat, how to properly deadlift, how to lift weights properly, how to squat properly. Um, learning that technique is so much more important than the whole routine or workout itself because it's going to help you do the moves properly, grow the right muscles and strengthen the right muscles, not get hurt, which is the number one right. thing. And, you know, for me, you know, sometimes even now people at the gym, I see them trying to lift heavy, but they're doing the movement so incorrectly. And I just cringe when I watch them because I was like, your knee is going to give out any minute. Like you're trying to lift this heavy weight, but you don't have the proper form or technique to be doing that. Or your back's just going to go. And oh my gosh, like Kevin and I, sometimes when we're in the gym, we just look at each other like, oh my gosh. And it's not making fun of people. It's not judging them. It's just out of genuinely out of concern. But it's genuinely out of concern. And so that's, you know, and sometimes a lot of the time they do end up getting hurt. Um, and you know, sometimes I'll tell the trainer, like, can you, you know, this is not right. Like, you know, so I think, but I think too, there's a lot of times when the trainers do try and point that out and those people don't want to hear it. Right. They want to think, oh, I can go lift that hundred pound barbell and do the deadlift. And reality is probably they could, they can, but they're not doing with the proper form and technique and where are they going to be six months from now if they keep doing it like that? Right. So if you're doing it at home, make sure you learn the proper form, the technique, how to actually do the movement. What's the correct way to do the movement? Um, if it is at a gym, reach out to the trainer, reach out to a friend. If it's a fitness instructor, reach out to the trainer, the instructor, and ask them the proper technique. And for me, I did everything with no weights, right? When I started the workout class and when we started like a gym, I would do deadlifts and squats and lunges and I wouldn't even have a weight in my hand. And I know like the trainers kind of switched. Like Monday was a different trainer than Wednesday and Thursday. And there was one trainer who was just like, well, you need weights. And I was kind of really uncomfortable telling him after a while, you know, and sometimes I would grab a weight and, you know, be too awkward or uncomfortable or shy to kind of be like, mind your own business. I'm not using a weight right now. But I kind of grew that confidence. And finally, I knew I had to speak up and say, you know what? This is where I'm at with my body. This is what I can do. Please stop telling me what you think I should be doing because I promise you I'm doing what I can be doing. Um, and I think that's such an important thing to remember is you don't owe it to anyone else to go at their rate or their pace or their, you know, even if it's a class setting, 
listen to yourself, do what you can and work on the proper form technique, get the movements down and then you can start adding that weight or adding those harder movements. Like, you know, learn how to do a proper lunge before you go into a lunge jump. Like do different movements like that and get comfortable with it no matter what everyone else in the class is doing. No matter even if the trainer is saying, oh, you need to, you know, start lifting heavier, do this, like... Right, no, I think like, too, but it's also important at the same time to be pushing yourself, not being just comfortable. Okay, I'm just going to do these with exactly. no weight. Like you need to know, like okay, you have the movement down. It's time to pick up some weight. Right, and I move think on. that goes back to like the excuses. Is it's easy to stay in that comfort zone and to do what's comfortable, right. but you have to realize when it's time to actually push yourself out of your comfort zone, and only you are going to know that. Like you are, you're going to know it inside yourself. I promise you. When you're like. I can actually maybe use a weight or I can actually lift a little heavier or I can try a jump, you know, and it might not be comfortable. I might be awkward. I might not do it perfectly, but it's time to start trying those different movements. And for me, you know, with where my body's at and with the weight I have on my legs and the fluid and everything, jumping is still really hard for me, but I still try it. And it's not doing lunge jumps and all the crazy jumps, but it's actually just getting my feet off the ground and jumping. And that's pushing myself enough to be like, I hate this. It's very uncomfortable. It's not physically painful. It's just really uncomfortable. But I'm going to push myself to be able to do that. And that's where I think that difference is, is getting the movements down, learning how to move your body, and then continuing to push yourself. Right. I think ultimately, like you're focusing on you, your what you can do, and then pushing yourself against yourself, not saying, okay, I'm here, I'm doing these weights, and I'm comparing myself to whoever else is over there in class with me. Right. And then thinking, oh, they're doing this, I need to be doing that too, or I, you know. But at that same time, like having other people who are pushing themselves can motivate you to push mm-hmm. yourself. Like there's something to be said with like the energy that goes on when you're in a group setting, maybe not comparing yourself to what they're doing. But if you know that that person over there is going at it as hard as they can and pushing themselves, that's going to say, okay, I want to do that too. And it it gives you that motivation, that extra push to be like, okay, I want to push myself because I see him over there pushing himself. Right. And saying this comment makes me a little bit uncomfortable because I'm still awkward giving myself compliments sometimes. But I think it's a really important thing to bring up is when we were at our gym, I was probably the least fit not being mean to myself, not, but I was at a slower pace than a lot of other people, but I always gave it 110%. I always went in there and pretended no one else was there. No one else was around. I challenged myself and I did what I could. I modified almost everything. Um, And I had people come up to me after who are super fit. And, you know, he's one of our good friends now. And he said, I just have to tell you this is, by seeing how hard you're pushing yourself and how much you're giving it your all and your 10%. And every time you come into the gym, you're giving it your all. And you're showing up every day. And you show up every day, you're pushing me to be better myself. And you're pushing me to to keep showing up and to be the best version of myself possible. And he said, so thank you. And that was such a weird comment for someone to give me who's so fit and toned and in shape. And to say that me, someone who's modifying all the workouts, isn't nearly at the same level as him, that I was motivating him in his workout, I think just goes to show you as long as you're showing up and giving it your all, it does not matter what anyone else is doing because you never know how much you are motivating someone else, even though you might think that you're not good enough, strong enough, whatever, as them, 
you don't know how much by you showing up and giving it your all is helping to motivate them because we never know what anyone else is going through or struggling with. And from the outside, it can appear like, oh, they're so fit. They look so great. I'm not as good as them. I'm not strong enough. But that comment really showed me like you never know who you're inspiring by doing your best and inspiring others to do their best as well. And right along with that, that goes to show you that no matter what you look like, what your ability is, you have every right to be in that class with everybody else. Like just because you aren't able to do maybe something that everybody else can do doesn't mean that you don't deserve to be in there. Right. And there was this thing, I don't remember who posted it, but someone posted about a lady who was in a gym and she was in like the weight area, like where the weights were. And she was lifting five pound weights and she got a comment of you're taking up too much space here. You're only lifting five pounds. Can you move away somewhere else? And someone else came in and was like, she has every right to be here lifting five pounds and taking up space. than you do lifting your 50 pounds and being here at the gym. So it doesn't matter. You matter. You deserve to be there. You deserve to take up space and you deserve to be there to give yourself your all and to give it your all and to keep bettering yourself and becoming stronger just as much as someone who's been in the gym maybe for five years and has been doing this forever. Like you have just the amount of right to be there as anyone else so never think that you shouldn't be there you're not worthy of being there you're not fit enough to be there if you're there bettering yourself and for the right reasons and giving it your all you totally deserve to be there even more the same as anyone else right like you just in there and you're focused on you and you're taking care of you and kind of shutting the rest of the world out and doing the best that you can like that's all that anybody should be doing in there they shouldn't be making or passing judgments on anybody else. And I think the more time that both of us have spent in a gym together, I think the more that we could agree that, again, most people in there are focused on themselves, not necessarily what you're doing. Right. And I think that's where it goes down to is doing what you want to do, what you're comfortable with, pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone and giving it your all, whether that be in a group setting, a gym, at home with a personal trainer, doing what works for you and then continuing to grow, to continue to be stronger and to continue to keep pushing yourself. Right. No, I think that's the thing is is with exercises, at the, especially at the beginning, is it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be fun. It's not going to be... It's it's one of those things that you just kind of have to start doing. And the more you start doing it, it's not the easier you get, the stronger you get and the easier it becomes to do those same things that you were doing yesterday. Right. I think that's, you know, with fitness, it's not, like he said, going to be easy. But the more you keep doing it, the more you're going to keep building your confidence. And by me, by working out and doing group classes and going to a gym, it not only grew my confidence in like my workouts or fitness, but just in life in general to give me the confidence to take up space in the world, to be myself outside of the gym, to know that no matter as what, you know, if I'm doing my best, even if it's not in the gym and it's in everyday life, I know I matter and I'm stronger and I'm capable of that. And I think fitness kind of taught me that by being in my most vulnerable state of working out in front of other people. If I can do that, which was the scariest thing for me in the whole entire world, I truly feel like then I can do anything because I actually accomplished my biggest fear and I actually am working out in a group setting, being vulnerable, you know, showing my body, showing up. And doing what's best for me, I'm like, well, then now I can do anything. Right. And I think, too, that's another thing that's very important to bring up is fitness is such a mental thing or a mental struggle with yourself. Because, again, you're pushing yourself against yourself every single day you show up. It's you versus you. 
like you're not comparing oh he can lift 40 pounds but i can only lift 20 pounds like you're going against yourself like i was lifting 20 pounds yesterday by next week i want to be doing 30 like or 25 like it's you against you every single day and i think like you said it builds that confidence not only in the gym but outside and everywhere else like the more you do it the easier it gets again that snowball gets bigger and bigger and like the more confidence you build Mm -hmm. just with everything and i think for me going from 500 pounds to doing five minute walks to now doing group classes and now with quarantine and all that i'm working out at home more but it's actually i enjoy my workouts now where before i kind of dreaded it and was like okay i'm just doing this let's get it over with now I'm excited to actually do my workouts because I have that confidence. I have that strength. I know I'm not comparing myself to anyone else, whether it's a video of the instructor or it's in person with an instructor or it's in the gym, you know, in a group full of people, you know, it's always you versus you and doing what you can. And I've enjoyed seeing myself become stronger. I've enjoyed myself being able to do movements I have never been able to do. And looking back, knowing I used to struggle to get in and out of bed, and now I'm doing an hour of a group fitness class, like it shows huge growth and huge progress that's bigger than a number on the scale or how much weight I've lost. And I think that's what carries you on through your journey and through life is being able to do things that you never once thought were possible and actually making them a reality. Because in the end, no one else did it for me. No one else, you know, became, got me stronger. Even if it was a trainer you're working with in a gym, a group class, no matter what it was, you're the one who put the work in to get those results and to become stronger. And that confidence Like I said before, it makes you feel like you absolutely can do anything because here I was a girl who couldn't even walk for five minutes and now look at how strong I became to be able to do like an hour of a fitness class in front of people. And that shows growth and that's power and that form of self-love of not giving up on yourself and to continue to show up for yourself is truly like a beautiful thing. Right. I think that's like where it is. Like, Like we can wrap this up with saying like, the sooner you get started, the more confident you're going to get, the more you're going to grow, the easier it's going to become. And the hardest part is starting. It's getting started. Trust and, me. And it's, it's walking into the gym. It's never to get started. Like, it's walking into that gym. It's taking that first step on the treadmill. It's that first step of getting started. Once you get over that hump and you're actually like, you know what? No more excuses. I'm going to do this. Right. I know you're going to be unstoppable. You're going to be able to do it as long as you start where you are, do what you can and focus on you. And I think, too, it goes back to, like we said, it kind of at the beginning. The easier, the more excuses you make, the easier it becomes to make them. So you can say, I'm never going to get started because right. you keep making excuses or finding another Or once I lose excuse. 10 pounds, then I'll start working out. Or once this happens, then I'll begin working out. Or you know what? I'm You're not going to keep finding an excuse right. no matter There's what it is. So it's, it's, oh, I'll start on Monday again. It's never too late to get started. And like the time is now to get started. Right. And start where you are, do what you can and love yourself every step of the way. And that's where you're going to see progress. That's where you're going to become stronger. And remember, it never gets easier. You just become stronger. Right. So. So I think with that, we'd like to wrap this up and say thank you for listening to this episode. And we hope that maybe you get a few little tidbits that help you get started with exercising or help you um, with that mindset around exercise. I really want this to be a podcast and a thing that actually helps and that you can benefit from and take away from. So if there's anything else you have questions on or you're struggling with, please reach out to either one of us. Well, I think with that, we would like to say uh, thank you for listening. And if you could, don't mind... Uh, rating reviewing and subscribing wherever it is that you uh, consume your podcast that would help us out tremendously and we'd also like to say remember it's it's never never too late late to fly. fly bye guys